Hey, it's Matthew from That's Matthew, and you're watching Disney Channel. I've always wanted to do that. everyone and welcome back to another episode of that so matthew today i am so excited to have a very special guest here with me today say hi and introduce yourself hey i'm sparkling ava from instagram well hello there i'm so excited to have you back you have been on the podcast this is your fourth time so that yeah. is very exciting. We also have talked about some very interesting topics in the past. Stuck in the middle, throwback. Ew. <laughs> Fuck that. And uh, what else? Raven's Home and yes. Upside Down Magic, which came out just a couple weeks before this episode is published. That's and true. now we're here for Descendants 2. So for my August lineup, I was really struggling to pull everything together. And you volunteered, and I was super excited because. This is a good movie, and it's the last Descendants I have yet to talk about. And yes. it's it's a pretty good one. It's a pretty good movie. This movie came out four years ago, just about almost to the day, I can't actually, believe it. that we are recording. Yeah, it came out on the 21st of July, 2017, which the day of recording is literally two days from now, which yes. is absolutely insane. Yep, and it's the anniversary of Raven's Home, too, which is amazing. Yeah, so shameless plug for our Raven's Home episode. Wink, wink. Uh, Yeah, so this movie, let's see, what was going on in my life? This will be my first story of many stories I tell. So I was going into seventh grade when this movie came out. I'm now going into 11th grade. I literally, it was my last summer at a summer camp that I went to every year. And I absolutely hated it there. (laughs) Uh, but it was the last year I was able to go. And so there was this girl at this camp who we will just call, I don't know, Kay. There we go. We'll call her Kay. So she, her mom was one of the teachers at this camp. So like, no offense to teachers, kids, but you guys always act so entitled. I bet they do. And so she acted like she was literally running this place. So me and my sister literally hated her. No offense to Kay. But it and so this movie came out about a month before the camp ended and I would go back to school. So after this movie came out, I literally kid you not. She sang through the entire soundtrack out like when we were outside. Was she terrible? Yeah, and she would, like, the only, so she would sing through, like, all the songs, and the only song that she would literally know the words to, like, the actual words was the Uma song, What's My Name, and all she ever sang was, What's My Name, What's My Name, Uma, say it louder, and it was so <laughs> annoying. She I sang it, it 24-7. Wow, that's just... Yeah, so that was my first story time, so... I don't know. Every time I I think of this movie, every time I like watch this movie, every time I hear the music, that's all I think about. Wow. Is Kay's mad singing. I bet. I do love the music in this movie, though. 
Yes. Oh, I I feel like um, when we rate it at the end, we like can rank the films, and then also we need to rank the, like the film in order of music. I think that'd be like a fun thing to do. Yeah, maybe. Okay. So let's honestly just get into it. Um. So first off, this movie like came out on July 21st, as we said, but this movie like was literally like the most anticipated film, like at its time. They played it on like so many different channels when it premiered. Yeah, that's true. That's a lot. It was so anticipated. And I know that because I saw a lot of, (laughs) I saw a lot of tweets and posts of everyone being so excited. And I know I was one of those people, even though I didn't have social media back then. Yeah, no, I was very excited for this movie. I was a huge fan of the first one. I knew I was going to be a huge fan of the second one. And this was just like so crazy for me. I don't know why, like this whole movie, because I was just like so excited, like literally Descendants, Descendants was my life at this point in time. And Same. so, so excited, so excited, but I literally like, didn't even like know like what was going on. Cause like, I wasn't a huge social media person at this point in my life, like you said. So like, I yeah. just was like, there's a second movie coming. And so I was like, oh my gosh, it's gonna be so great. It's gonna be so great. And then China and McLean who spoiler alert, I love was announced to be in this movie. And I almost uh, died really I just love her like ant farm was my life it still is my life (laughs) I didn't even know what ant farm was until after I saw this movie for the first time I am so sorry for you (laughs) yeah I mean I didn't even have cable back then I had to get the DVD like a few weeks after and I was super impatient yeah that's why I'm so grateful for Disney plus a round of applause for Disney yep. Plus because literally I started this podcast before Disney Plus was even a thing and it was so hard to watch the movies. I know. Uh, yep. But yeah, so, so excited. It stars Dove Cameron, uh, Cameron Boyce, Sophia Carson, Boo Boo Stewart, Mitchell Hope, and Tim McLean as our leading players of this movie. I very much, very much love the style of their outfits in this movie. I kind of like the third one better, but I do like these ones better than the first movie. The first movie I didn't like. They looked like Party City costumes. (laughs) Oh my God, you're right. I do not like Mal's hair in this movie, though. Oh, the bangs. The bangs are so bad. I'm sorry. Sorry, Dove. Love you, but oh my gosh. The bangs I can't stand. I like the washed out blonde with purple tips better. Yeah. What Those was, are prettier. What was the bangs? What was the bangs? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So first character we're going to talk about is Dove Cameron, who we already kind of started talking about. We don't love her hair in this movie. No, no. Um, In this movie, Mal is like very neutral. For me, I feel like she kind of irritates me a little bit because like, she's like a new like celebrity and I feel like it's kind of getting to her head a little bit yeah it really is she's getting like super stressed out yeah I 
I don't like not like her, but she also like relies on the spell book to like solve all of her problems, which is like one of the first plot points of the movie, which is like understandable, but annoying at the same time. Yeah, that's true. I feel like she can't like find her true self. Like in this movie, I feel like the whole like franchise does a really good job with that message of like finding your true self and being like who you want to be, you know? Yeah, that's a good message. Yeah, I'm all for it. I love that kind of message. Uh, I do too. But yeah, so Mal, very, very eh. Uh, she she has a lot of like insecurities too. She kind of has a falling out. Yeah, Mal yeah. is okay. I don't think it was like Dove's acting that made like this character very neutral to me. I just think it was like the way it was written. I think some of the characters in this movie, you either had a really good plot line or you just had a very mediocre plot line. And for me, Mal was just very mediocre. I guess you can say that. But like, she also like has the whole thing with Ben because Ben is like going to be go on and become a pirate. And like, it kind of like gets to her head. So then she has another self-crisis. I mean, I relate to her though. She's having a lot of self-crises crises 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 but like crises. yeah I, I relate <laughs> um also I do love the like the true love's kiss thing at the end like the love potion where they break the spell and I love the finale song of this movie oh you and me I like it too I think it's I probably one of my all- favorites like of the finales yeah, it's better than the one in the third movie, actually. It's actually probably my favorite finale song. I agree. I actually agree. Yeah. Hot take, I agree. Yeah, I used to listen to the Defense 2 soundtrack all the time. But now uh, I start listening to the Zombies one more. I literally was listening to the this soundtrack like two days ago. Because I knew that I was going to be recording this episode. And I was like, it just brought me back to like eighth grade or like seventh grade. I, sorry. Uh, and just like listening to this because I was so obsessed. Same. Sixth grade for me, though. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Um, so, yeah. Do you have anything else you want to add about Mal and her like very. I would say ra- this is probably one of her more bl- boring plot lines of the franchise. Eh. Well, of course, I don't like her hair in this movie. <laughs> Neither do yeah. I, so agree. By the end, it's a little better when it's curled. But I like her hair in the third movie best, so yeah. I don't really have much to say about her character. No, I agree. Definitely agree. Yeah. Up next, we have Cameron Boyce, who obviously I always love, and it's so very sad um what happened to him and I know that actually one of his like his last films that he recorded is coming out in the fall um so that, really yeah or it's a tv show sorry um it's called That's Paradise really cool. City and it is on going to be on Amazon Prime video um it's just still very sad obviously because um of course. No longer with us rest in peace so yeah rest in peace um Carlos always love love Carlos uh, so I don't funny. know why I think it's just his funniness I don't really relate to him okay well in the first movie he was afraid of dogs 
story time. This is a good one. So if you listen to my first assignments episode, you know that when I was little, I used to have a fear of dogs. I don't know why. I think it was just because I was like attacked by a dog when I was younger. So that's kind of like my own fault, I guess. But uh, what? Wait, why did it attack you? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I guess it just didn't like me. So (laughs) oops. But now actually my sister really want want has always really wanted a dog. So we're getting a dog. Uh, like very soon, like probably within the next month soon. So I'm no longer afraid of dogs though. So that's good. Yay. What kind of dog? It's a golden doodle. And when we get the dog, I will definitely post pictures on Instagram, the podcast Instagram, which everyone should follow at that. So Matthew, just for all the fun dog stuff. So I'm very excited, but yeah, I just had to throw that in because we did talk about Carlos and his fear of dogs. So in this movie, Carlos is kind of uh, he starts to like I don't know I really don't know how I feel about Carlos in this movie I just love Carlos yeah I always did there's not like a like a real reason but I know like he's causing some trouble I mean because he is using a 3d printer to create a replica of the wand so I mean that's kind of like not good (laughs) Uh, he has like some struggles and he has to confess what he did to Jane who also like they start becoming love interest in this movie adorable very Uh, I don't know I really really vibe with him in this movie I also just feel like this movie like hot take like yeah you have the main characters but I feel like the secondary characters had like a better plot like Harry and Gil and Dizzy yeah, I actually really like those characters. I'm glad that they returned the third one. Yeah, me too. I think they're some of the best characters in the franchise. Um, I definitely am biased. There's no doubt about it. But <laughs> I just love like the whole like son and daughters of fairy tale characters. Um, which also I don't know, like I think I said this on the first episode, but Disney was not like the first people to do this, like whatsoever. There was like a doll line, I remember. Ever After High and Monster High. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I always like thought it was interesting. And I was surprised that there wasn't like any legal action, to be honest. (laughs) Well, I always thought this was a clever idea when it first got announced by Disney. I always liked the idea. Mm -hmm. I liked the idea. I was just, I thought it was very interesting. Um, He also has like some new self confidence in this movie, I would say. Carlos um you know he's living a new life and he's no longer on the aisle so I love that for him and the rest of the gang um they try to like teach Ben to be wicked so that he can like sneak around so and they have chilling like a villain which is a bop um love that yeah so he's just really adventurous he's always open for an adventure and I really I really like his character in this movie yeah do you have anything else you'd like to add about carlos before we go on to jay i love him with jane it's just so cute and i love his 3d printer and Um, it's really good at making replicas of wands yeah i agree i love him and jane 
I love I, pretty much all the couples in this movie and like franchise I vibe with, except for um, in the first movie, I really did not like, um, oh, what's his name? Chad, Chad Charming and Audrey. Yeah, I did not like them in the first movie either. I didn't ever like Chad in any of the movies though. Yeah, neither do I. He was, I was like watching Zapped the other night and I didn't watch it since I did my Zapped episode like literally a year ago. And I remember that he was in that movie along with the guy who plays Doug. So I was like, oh, that's cool. I remember that now. Wow. Yeah. So also I want to go check out my Zapped episode. It's really, really long. Uh, not really, really long. It's a really long ago. Literally, actually, almost a year ago to the day that we're recording this. So that's love cool. that. Go check it out, everyone. So now yes. we're going to focus on Jay. And Jay is played by Boo Boo Stewart. Uh, also a huge fan of him. In this movie, he kind of like, like I said, has a, like a new life in Oregon. He's no longer stealing. He focuses on sports and athletics. Uh, he's on the Swords and Shields team. Uh, they try to, like I said, teach them their wicked ways so that they can all come together and use wicked for good in a weird way to defeat Uma, Harry, and Gil. Yes. I like the sword fighting scene. They're fun. I have always, like, this is so random and probably weird. I've always wanted to be in a sword fight. No, same. I always wanted to when I was younger. I think it's, like, dangerous. It's definitely dangerous, but, like, I'm up for it. <laughs> like, in, so I'm currently a Moana junior, and there is one scene where we do some stunts with some, like, spears and long poles. And I get to lunge at the guy that's playing Maui and like, I don't know, like kind of do a sword fight. And like we do a one, two, three, four, five method where you like defend yourself and like they clank. And it's basically a more safe version of a sword fight. So I'm pr- I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. So uh, Jay in this movie, I really I really vibe with him. Um yeah and also he fits in really well with like harry and gill and like in the third movie i know they kind of developed that friendship a little bit more but i just feel like their outfits also go together like color wise and so i'm I'm really into that yeah that's true i really like him and lonnie i hate how she didn't return for the fucking third movie what the fuck is me or maybe it was her decision i don't know yeah, it's just, like, honestly, some of, like, the styles in this movie are really hit or miss. Yeah. He's the most unproblematic character. And same with Carlos, yeah. Yeah, they're both very unproblematic, so we stand. Yes. Uh, up next is E.B., played by Sophia Carson, who I absolutely adore, to be honest. I feel like... Sophia Carson is just iconic. There's no other way around it. She was in four DCOMs, which is a lot. Uh, I actually will be speaking about her next movie, Adventures in Babysitting, very soon here on the podcast, if not the week after this comes out. Uh, So stay tuned for that. Super duper excited. But Evie, Evie always has a special place in my heart because I just adore her hair. I know that's like a stupid reason, but I love it. Her style also, she has, she really does not have like a bad outfit. Yeah, she was my favorite in the first movie. 
because I love her style and the blue hair, of course. Mm-hmm. I think she's like yeah. my favorite for like all of them. Hot take. <laughs> but in this movie, we get to see her like a lot with her because we are seeing one, her kind of like have to take Mal and kind of like condition her into this new life. And she does not like how much she's using magic and how she's not being honest to Ben. So basically Evie is like keeping Mal in line for like the whole film. Yeah. Um, And we also see her in Chilling Like a Villain, which love, love, love. She is trying to make him evil to use her evil for good, which is kind of very interesting, very contradictory to the first movie. Uh, And we also see her like keeping everyone down and she is keeping everyone in line. So she's like the mom of the friend group, if you will, in this movie. That's true. She acts like the mom of the friend group, especially in the third one. Mm-hmm. And she's also like the one that saves the day because she realizes that Ben has a spell. So she tells Evie and like, there we go. And yeah. then they, Evie leads Mal to Ben at the end and then they kiss and then literally happily ever after. And yeah. And they, yeah. Uh, she's the one that says that she wants to bring some more kids to Oridon, which is so cool. Yeah. So I literally have nothing bad to say about her at all same i like how she's a fashion designer even though she didn't really design the dresses the costume designers did yeah but it's still pretty it's still pretty cool yes yes oh i I just love sophia carson so same uh yeah china mcclain's character we're gonna talk about now and just as speaking of china mcclain and uma i can already hear Kay singing that song (laughs) So oh my God. it's literally engraved in my brain for the rest of my life. Uh, so I love that for me. So Uma is a new character in this movie. She is the daughter of Ursula and I love her style. I'm going to be honest, the color, the teal and her hair works really well for like the she villain. Does. And I'm a huge like pirate person. So to have like her pirate like look works very well for me. Uh looks great so she is first seen with harry and gill and they are trying to come together and they are going to they start mocking mal and it it she's basically just the villain of this movie so she needs to figure out what's going to go on and what's going to happen and she is going to take them down one by one so love that for her girl boss but she decides to take matters into her own hands and she wants to remove the barrier because I feel like that's what everyone wants to do throughout this whole franchise is just remove the bar- the barrier. Yeah. Um, so they decide and then Ursula, who we really I believe we don't we don't see on screen, but we hear the voice of and see a tentacle and it's actually voiced by Whoopi Goldberg uh, for people who didn't know that. That's a fun fact. I don't know. <laughs> Whoopi is I always loved her as a kid just because of her name like Whoopi like it sounds like a Whoopi cushion which sounds really bad I'm sorry (laughs) uh so they decide to work together they being the evil crew of this movie Harry and Uma and Gil 
And so they find out that Mal is back on the aisle. She's going to kidnap Ben. And so they basically challenge to an arm wrestling match, which really is that the best they could do. It was silly. What could uh, I have done? A sword fight? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like anything else besides a arm wrestle? Because like these are villains. Like these are two very powerful villains. Children are very powerful villains. And you're going to tell me that they could just do an arm wrestling fight? That's the best they could do. <laughs> Hot take. Uh, yeah. And so they are going to uh, exchange Ben for the wand or they want that. And then they sing the song, It's Going Down, which is a pretty good song. It is. And I actually really love that one. Me too. I think it's one of my favorites from this movie. I say, I'm going to say that about every, about, for like every song. I'm sorry. They're all I good. I can't pick a favorite. Literally, I feel like I can never pick favorites. I feel like I always start every DCOM episode with like, this is one of my favorite DCOMs. Oops. Uh, <laughs> but... Uma really needs to see that this one is real. So they all go into that whole thing. And then at the end, Uma comes back out of the sea and she does the thing that they do in pretty much every movie. You didn't think this was the end of the story now, did you? <laughs> Which is super cringe. I'm sorry. Oops. They, but like also one thing that is super cool and I found this on YouTube I don't know if I can find it it's like the Descendants 2 alternate endings they had like almost every single character make one of those I think I've seen those though yeah so like I know Harry did one Dizzy right? Dizzy well. uh, I, I think that's it I thought there was more yeah I think that's it too but that's still pretty cool, if you ask me. Yeah. I like Harry's. Harry's is, like, the most creepy because Harry is, like, cool-looking and also he's the eyeliner, which I'm a huge fan of. Love that for him. Yeah. And he's also just, like, I love his character and I just... Just uh, nothing... Nothing bad to say about him, which we're going to get into him very soon, like, right now. So, I honestly, let's just go. So, Harry is part of Uma's crew and he is a villain but as you guys know I have like this weird like thing of like actually liking villains no saying I do too but I don't think Harry is like actually a villain too much like you know yeah. like he, yeah he is a villain no doubt about it I just like him and he is pretty much controlling everything I love his outfits. So do I. He just always looks very well put together. It looks very piratey. He, uh, yeah. No, truthfully, love him. Probably like one of my favorite characters in this movie, tied with Evie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, your male character. Yeah, my favorite male character. Yeah, totally. Totally. There's no disagreeing. Also, I just, he kind of creeps me out in a good way. I mean, he's funny. Yeah. He's funny, but like when he like stares into the camera at several scenes and like in the alternate ending, really, it he literally played this part so good. Thomas Doherty, I believe is his name. 
which I think him and Dove were together for a while. Yeah, and I think they broke up in October, and then I think they unfollowed and refollowed each other, but then Thomas unfollowed everyone. He only follows, like, two people now for some reason. That's so weird. Yeah, uh, hot Instagram take. If you follow, like, one or two people, you annoy me. I don't know why. It's just, like you're like not good enough to follow people but now here's there's a difference if you're not following anyone it's still kind of annoying but also it makes sense like you're not just picking one or two people yeah I don't really know why Taylor Swift doesn't follow anyone I love Taylor Swift love her to death but I don't understand why she doesn't follow anyone true true but I mean it's better than just following one or two people because those people annoy me more than the people that are just zero Yep. So uh, who's next? Who's next? Uh, Gil. Let's talk about Gil. So Gil is the son of Gaston. So I have a couple questions about why they chose Gaston to be somehow tied into the pirate gang. Where did that come Dang. from? Because <laughs> Gaston is literally just like the villain of Beauty and the Beast. All he wants to do is marry Belle. How does that make him a pirate? I mean, maybe he was just really good friends with these pirates when he was little, but who knows? I guess so, but I do really like Gil. There's no doubt about it. Gil is one of my favorites. I I like his, like, yellow color scheme. I'm a huge person for color schemes, if you guys haven't noticed. Um, Really like him. I wish we got to see a little bit more of him. I'm going to be honest. He doesn't really do too much. He's a little thick-headed, though, if you go what I mean. Like, he's not, like, the brightest bulb in the batch. Agree on all of that. Yeah, I just, I do want, I did want to see it just a little bit more for him. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the, pretty much, like, the, we could literally talk about all these characters forever and ever. Uh, there are just a couple other ones I just really want to break, um, into before we get to the plot and the last one is dizzy who is one of the newer characters and well she is a new character in this movie played by anna cathcart who i love i you literally finished my sentence i love her so much she is just an icon who is going to be in a new decom this year so fucking excited yes i can't fucking wait it's I was kind of waiting for you to say it that she was going to yeah. be in spin. <laughs> yeah, spin Friday, August 13th at 8 p.m. on Disney Channel, followed by Descendants Royal Wedding, which is the reason why we chose this to be on August 13th to cross the wedding kind of. And after that is Disney's Magic Bake Off, a new yes. series. So go watch it. Everyone, you know what to do. I'm very excited. I literally yes. love her. Also, fun fact, which I love this fun fact because I'm like a huge nerd of Once Upon a Time. She played young Drizella in Once Upon a Time. Oh my God, that's really cool. I love that. And she plays Drizella's daughter in this movie. So very exciting. She's just literally one of my favorites. I love her outfits. Style icon. Same. I love her green and colorful outfit. Yeah. Yes, my favorite outfit uh, is the one that she wears in the third one with her space buns. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. It's really pretty. 
love it yeah. love it i just love her like the paint splatter thing love it she has a job at the um curl up and die which is just like a, a punny name and she decides that mal needs a makeover and mal comes in and it's just a whole i just love her like character and also can we talk about how she's so young and doing makeovers uh child labor much <laughs> I mean, I'd want a job. I curl up and die. It looks so fun to work there, even though it's messy in there. Me too. You I, work there? I literally can't do hair for my life, but I feel like it would be so fun. Yes. Um, is there any other characters you really want to specifically talk about besides in the general plot? Because I feel like those were like the main characters we saw. Yeah, there was a couple others here and there, but they definitely did not get too much in the second movie. Honestly, not really. Yeah, so let's honestly get into the plot of this movie, which yeah. is very, uh, it's very Disney. So I love it. <laughs> so we start Same. off, like we said, Mal is struggling with her new life and she decides that she's going to kind of like confide in her friends and talk to them. And so Mal is just relying on her mother's spell book. Um, and her mother is no longer like in the movie. I don't know if she's completely dead. I don't think they officially like discuss it. I mean, she's just a lizard, but she kind of looked dead when she was in the box. But maybe that's why she was poking air holes, right? Yeah, that's I valid. Uh, so uh, dude eats it, and magically he can speak English. Eat can we it. talk about that? Can we talk about that? Like the ing- like the speaking dog, it's kind of creepy, but like kind of cute at the same time. Yeah, he's the only talking dog that I like. I do not like talking animals and other things, especially ready to run, which is another bad decon. Don't watch it. Yeah, I have yet to cover it on the podcast, but the day <laughs> will come eventually, I guess. So yeah, that is a crazy start, but now... Ben is like finding out what's wrong with Mal. And so then she kind of like comes clean and then they have a falling out together, which is like not good because they're like the word on it couple. Yes, everyone envies them. And Ben and Alina was so random. Peanut butter and jelly is my favorite. What was that? <laughs> I, this, this, like the Descendants movies, like there's so many like, just weird like throw out lines a throw out line I guess I don't know if that's like actually the term it's just a line that people just like put in there and it like ties into nothing like whatsoever or like the scene there's just so many of them I can't think of any good examples but I feel like the first and third movie definitely have some of those as well uh so Mal is just having a life crisis and decides to go to the Isle of the Lost and now uma is the hbic if you know what i mean and what do you mean? head bitch in charge oh i love that Fuck yes <laughs> so uh they are in charge along with gill and harry and so what do you uh, like adults do when they're in a crisis a midlife crisis they go and get their hair done so she goes and visits Dizzy Tremaine, who love Chef's Kiss, Drizella's daughter. Um, and she gives the signature purple hair back. However, Harry, since he's like an insider spy, goes and tells Uma that Mal is back. 
um road 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 i uh, i still do like carrie though so sorry sorry not sorry uh now they decide to uh, plot against mal so ben evie and jay and carlos all decide that they need to go find her because mal is putting herself into a very dangerous situation uh, and so they kind of like teach Ben like the ways of the aisle and they sing tone like a villain. Love, love, love. Uh, ben, Gil recognizes them though. So now Gil is on my hit list. Uh, and so Ben finally like confronts her and they like try to like reject her feelings. And it's so weird because it's like, oh, I'm sorry that I made you spiral and have a life crisis. But now I'm here to save you. Um, <laughs> however, Ben leaves and is captured by Uma because Uma is just going to ruin everyone's life now. And so they're going to have an arm wrestle fight. Like I said, what was that? Yeah. I feel like what would have really been cool if they did like a magic off if like you know like one of them like did a spell and like one did another spell i feel like that'd be super cool oh my god yeah good idea disney should hire us someday yeah hire us we are way better at doing your jobs than you are (laughs) sorry not sorry i just one of my biggest things about disney is like they literally don't know how to market their movies or make logos for them I know, right? Oh my god. Did you see the new Christmas again logo? I do not like it. I did way better. I okay. If y'all want to see it. I like the colors, but I don't like the font. Same. I can't wait for the movie though. I'm very excited. August 13th, check it out. Um you mean December for Christmas again. Oh, I thought you were talking about spin. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, December. Very excited. Spin logo is Okay, what a hot take. What do you think about the logo for this movie? The sense too? Yeah. Um, I love it. I actually like the apple a lot and the how the two has Uma's tentacle on it. It's really I, cool. I like it. I just don't understand why the two is like three times the size of the text. Yeah, good point. I like I do like the tentacle though. Also, the third movie is the the logo I hate the most. I'm sorry. Why why? I actually like the flame on the three. I like the flame, but the three, like the design of it, just like the way it's like curled at the bottom. It looks like, like it's a different font. I'm sorry, I'm picky. Oops. I like it, but if you know, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, no, I, I like the flame though. It's just, it's weird. But the poster is uh, amazing. The poster is just chef's kiss. Which that one? the third one this movie is pretty good i just don't like how uma's in the sky i wish we could have like gotten her like actually on the poster you know same uh, yeah. but i digress uh so they're gonna have a arm wrestle contest because why not <laughs> and so they are going to wrestle for ben and for godmother's wand and uma's gonna win that because you know she is in charge now and they need to go get the fairy godmother's wand or she will kill Ben. Very dark oh. for a Disney Channel original movie. <laughs> I, I think it's very dark. Have we seen darker? I what? mean, would you consider? Have we seen darker in other DCOMs? Not real. Um, 
I mean, I feel like Descendants, all of them have a little bit of a dark. And some of the Halloween movies are a little. Uh, like, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, Don't Look Under the Bed. Terrifying. I still need to see that. You I still need, need to see a to. lot of Halloween ones. You need to. Literally terrifying. Uh, definitely a scariest decom. Definitely also the most concerning that Disney was like, yeah, we're going to air this movie. Now I don't want to see it now that you say these things about it. It's not bad. It's just like, it's really, it doesn't feel like a Disney Channel original movie. It feels like a PG-13 movie you go and see in theaters. Oh, shit, that's interesting. I should watch it then. The yeah. only Halloween decoms i really seen are Under Wraps, the original. Go watch the remake when it comes out this October. Invisible Sister, Halloween Towns. I think I've seen one of the Twitches. And did I say Invisible Sister yet? Yeah, you did. That's my favorite one. And Girl vs. Monster, which was okay. Girl vs. Monster sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was boring. Yeah, I don't know. Like uh, my my episode about that is literally one of my all-time favorites. So everyone should go check it out. Episode 51. Feels like forever and a day ago. The fact that Spooky Season 2021 is coming up very soon is very terrifying. Because it feels like just yesterday I was recording my 2020 episodes. Yeah, and it feels like just yesterday was 4th of July and it's two weeks past that. What? I know. I cannot. Literally, time is flying so fast. Yeah, I don't want to go back to school. Oh, don't even get me going on school. Literally, that's like the last thing I want to think about. Just because, so I don't think I've said this on the podcast, but one of my all-time favorite teachers at my school... I was going to have her again this year. I was so excited. I had her on my class schedule and she left. Why? Uh, I think she's going back to get her master's degree so she can be a principal. So I, I understand, but it was just really sad. I was literally so upset. I almost cried. Did you get to say goodbye to her? Nope. So, yeah, she, like, left in the middle of the summer because all of a sudden I went to go look at my, like, classes online because they were released and she wasn't there. And one of the teacher, the teacher that I'm having is one of my least favorite teachers. Uh, Is she a Karen? It's a, it's a him. It just, he's trying to be too, he's trying to be hip with the kids. That's what I say. He's trying to be cool, but he's just not. I know those teachers. Yeah. Yeah, and I already have him for another class uh that year, this year. So wow. I love that. Um, yeah, so that was really off topic, but okay, <laughs> on time. So they uh they're gonna kill Ben pretty much. <laughs> so oh, shit. they're gonna use the 3D printer to fake the wand. Uh, however, they're caught by Lonnie, who is Mulan's daughter, who they literally gave her nothing in this movie. I'm sorry. I, that was really upset because I like Lonnie. Same. I wanted her back in the third movie to dance with Ben. I mean, what the fuck? I just, Jay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Literally would have loved that. Uh, yeah. And so they are like trying to like explain Uma's like villain origin story and Ben is like listening to her explain it she's like uh we weren't chosen to go to Oridon 
So like, that's like the only reason they're so upset. But then he's like, oh, you guys can come to Oridon. Ben, what was that? They're literally trying to kill you. And you're like, yeah, come to Oridon. Probably trying to protect himself. But didn't Uma and Mel always have a rivalry before all this drama? Yeah, but like, that's the reason they hate Ben and they're going to kill him. (laughs) I bet. So, yeah. What was that, Ben? I'm sorry. That was like the stupidest thing you've done this whole movie. Yeah, Ben annoys me sometimes. He's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't really too much vibe with. I've literally realized we didn't even talk about Ben, but that's okay. Because I don't don't really really like like him. him. (laughs) We said that like at the exact same time. So they decide that they can't run from their past and they're going to be honest to themselves. And then they just need to figure out like where they're going. So they are aboard a ship. And so Ben comes with Uma and realizes that he's in love with her or is he (laughs) it's actually just a love spell and so jane who literally has done nothing like this whole movie which makes me sad comes out of nowhere and unveils the stained glass display that ben wanted for mal but then he realizes that he loves her And so then he finally realizes he's under a love like potion spell. So then she confesses his love so that they can live happily ever after. They break the spell. Uma is just jumps off the ship, like practically killing herself. Uh, But then she transforms into an octopus. I like that part. I agree. I I just, I just love China McLean and Uma. And so they just go into this full craziness aboard this ship and Mal and Ben eventually reunite and they win. She gives her spell book to the fairy godmother, trying to change her ways to be a good, no longer like child of the lost. Um, And then she is like, Dizzy should totally come to Oridon. She is offered. She accepts, but then at the very end, we see Uma come out of the water. We thought she was gone, but now she's like, you didn't think the story was over now, did you? Yeah. I like how they do that every movie, but sadly not the fourth movie, which is understandable, of course. Understandable. I totally understand. Uh, yeah. My biggest thing about this movie that really just cracks me up every time, and I wish I was doing a video podcast, but at the end, me and my cousins, story time coming in a minute. At the end, she goes, you didn't think the story was over now, did you? She's like in the water. So I always like make my water, my arms like the water and like float it and say it weird. And it literally was the biggest inside joke of like for like five years since like, because, oh my gosh, this movie almost came out five years ago. Holy shit. shit. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, so literally it's one of my favorite inside jokes. Story time. Me and my cousins held a watch party for this and we all watched it together and it was very amazing. Oh, fun. So that's like my biggest thing. And I was obsessed. Um, like I said, very much looking forward to this movie. So songs, we're going to get into it. Uh, Ooh, my favorite part. I love the songs in this movie. So it's going to be very, very hard. Very, very, very hard to decide how I feel 
So let me just pull up a song list so I make sure that I'm not forgetting any of them because I probably will because I'm very forgetful lately and my life is literally just a blur. I literally thought yesterday was Saturday. It was Sunday. Every day feels like Saturday these days, which is a good thing though. That's a good thing because that means that we're on summer and living our best lives. Uh, So first song, Ways to be Wicked. Um, It's okay. I don't think it's my favorite opener though. That used to be my favorite actually. I I still like it though same i think the one in the third movie i forgot what it was called was it good to be bad i like yes. that one a little better i love rotten to the core iconic i used to listen to that all the time and annoy the shit out of my sisters yeah so that's i, I think that's yeah. my favorite is uh rotten to the core but ways to be wicked still very good one of my faves what's same. my name uma uma song sorry uh, it's what's my name I don't hate the song I just don't have good memories associated with it because of that one girl I actually like it I like the song Maybe though same China McLean just is so good yeah it's not my favorite yeah. either I don't it's not yeah. it's okay <laughs> not my fave uh chilling like a villain probably my favorite from this movie I don't know what my favorite is yet, but I really like this one. And I like Ben's villain outfit. Yes. Ben is a villain is iconic and I totally get it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Space Between. I totally forgot about that song. Also very good. It's very dramatic ballady duet. That's one um, of my favorites. It's one of my favorites. I can't believe I forgot about that. I used to listen to that song all the time. Same. Do you like it better than If Only? Yes. Same. What about My Once Upon a Time? That's the other melody song. I don't really like My Once Upon a Time. Same. It's whatever. It's okay. Not my fave. Yeah. Uh, It's Going Down. Oh, this is another good one. Oh. Yeah. I love the I love, lo- I love the lyric. I, I want to pull it up because I always used to sing it. I always used to get stuck in my head. It's like the chorus oh. part. It's like, uh, better give us what we want it's the wand for the crown if you don't it's going down that was like my favorite part same i love this song i just love it it makes and me like feel so it makes me feel like i'm a pirate same i love the beats to it too yeah. yes i love sometimes i feel like disney channel beat songs either are hit or miss but this one is definitely a hit yep hit uh you and me such a good closer yes and i want to go on i can tell cotillion it looks so fun to have yes. a trauma boat i yeah. cotillion i just love saying the word cotillion it's just fun i love to say it too um i'm trying to think if i really i think my order for the closers goes you and me set it off and then what's the last one break uh, this down. break this down I yeah think that's my same order. Break That's This Down idea. is just, it's very mediocre. Yeah. Um, I now, just didn't really vibe with oh, it. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Sorry I cut you off. But it's I wanted okay. to add your song that you wanted to talk about. You are more than welcome to talk about it now. Rather one, be with you. Yes. Deserves so much better. Yeah. I'm glad it had, uh, uh, it was a background song. 
in the curl up and die scene, which I really like. It's one yes. of my favorite Wicked World songs. Wicked World was literally my thing. I love all the Wicked World songs. Uh, Same. All of them. All of them I just love. Um, now, the biggest thing I want to talk about is because we have the new special coming out, like the day that this episode comes out. Yeah. Uh, the animation is that. very different from what we saw in Wicked World. Do you have like a favorite like style of animation? Like, do you like the older one, the newer? What do you think? I mean, the older because we saw more of it, but this one isn't terrible. It's just like the zombies moonstone shorts animation maybe they're the same company i don't really know it looks very mediocre to me which makes me really sad because i'm super excited for this wedding thing i kind of wish it was a live action i do but obviously i know why it isn't live action one covid and also because is carlos gonna be in it i heard they wrote him off i'm not too sure on that Okay. Let's just see. I wonder what's going to happen to him. Because what I was thinking is I know in Toy Story 4, halfway through the like film process, the guy who played Mr. Potato Head had died. So they just used like previous recordings vo- of his voice for like the different words. So I was wondering if they were going to do that. I did not know that. Wow. I mean, I saw Toy Story 4, but I had no idea on that. Yeah, it's at, my dad told me that, um, which is uh, he's because he's he he's like one of those like parents. I don't know if like other people can relate where he like goes onto his email, like on his Google Chrome and it has like all this stuff, like the news stories. He's like one of those news story readers. And they that was one of the stuff like. Like, oh, yeah, one of the stories he like literally is always reading those stories. Yeah, so that's how I, my parents are, too. Yeah, so yeah. Hope everyone relates because I feel like that's such a universal experience. Uh, okay. And now we have to rate the movie, which is kind of hard because I don't know. I, I'm going to be honest. I have no idea what I rated the other two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say this movie is not my favorite out of the trilogy. I would say it goes one, three, two, to be honest uh two three one for me because it just really improved from the first movie that's fair i respect it i respect it um thank you i'm gonna give this movie a seven out of ten i'll give it an eight since it's like one of my all-time favorite decoms musical wise also respect um i would say the thing that i wish or like what would like give this a higher rating is if there was maybe a little bit more from like some of the other characters because this movie has so many characters in it it's really hard for like everyone to get like their time to shine I would have loved to see more from Harry and Gil and also maybe just like a more like development from like Uma or like kind of like see more from her I know she's like the main villain but it was I actually really enjoyed it so I can't hate on it wasn't there a deleted scene where Harry and Gil kissed? That would have been cool. Actually, I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, let me check that out. Let me just like look it up on YouTube, just for yeah, like. I saw a picture. Uh, Gil kiss. I love how when you type in Harry and Gil, that's the first one. 
Okay, I'm trying to like look to see if I can find the scene. Oh yeah, there is a clip of it. I just I I've seen the I there's a picture in this video. I just don't know if like there's the scene anywhere. I think they should have kept it. Not take. Same. Um, because Disney needs to be more inclusive. Just with saying. LGBT. This Any Mac, we need more anyone. than that. Any, I feel like all they just there's a lot of things that they need to be more inclusive of. Um, Very. so Disney, take notes. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this. Um, really wish that there was another design to talk about, but there is not. So everyone check hey. out the wedding special that is coming out on the day that this comes out, August 13th. I'm very excited yeah. for it. I will definitely be tuning in. Uh, let me know in my DMs, uh, what you think, thought of this movie and like the whole franchise. Um, what is your order? Because I'm very curious. And you guys can check out my other two Descendants episodes. Descendants 3, I believe, is episode 15. And Descendants, the first one is episode 70. Ooh, 74, maybe? 74, I think. So go check it out. Uh, and let me know what you think. So where can people find you and follow you and support your content on Instagram? Oh, thank you. Um, at Sparkling with the Q dot ava with three a's yes make sure to go follow i will have it linked below in the show notes as well as all my other fun stuff website merch all that good stuff if this episode has a sponsor i don't know if it will but we'll see hopefully gotta gotta make some money um this literally has been a blast thank you so much for joining me uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at That's So Matthew, as well as TikTok. Of course. Just yep. do the things. And I think that's about it. I will see you guys all in another episode again soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.